since like you said in the beginning, listen to black women, listen to women. Um, but how, how much protecting of women will we have to do if we do more empowering of women? That part. Ooh, right? You listen, know what I'm saying? Like, come, come on. Because at the end of the day, you're, you're, you're leaving women to be vulnerable and thus only be able to be on the defense. Welcome back to the Exo Nicole Happy Hour Podcast. It is your co-host, Sheridan Chanel. And your other co-host, Amber Woods. And we back, y'all. Hey! What's up? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm doing good. <laughs> so, real quick, just want to let you guys know, on this episode, it might be a man's world, but it's our queendom. So, women, we up. We, we up. it. We it. Okay. So today's episode has us tap, tap, tapping into some much needed male perspective. So we brought in one of our feature guests, an exo Nicole friend, Alfred Shivy Brooks. And we are talking about all things around women and women and protecting black women. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. But first, let's get into this pregame. Should we, ch should, do we, do, do we? I think we should clink. Clink. <laughs> <laughs> started with this pregame officially like a whistle um we, want, <laughs> we would like for shivy to take some time out to tell the audience who he is and what he's all about hey, hey. hey. <laughs> um yeah so my name is uh shivy brooks i am a high school uh teacher here in the atlanta area uh mm -hmm. i teach at uh charles r drew high school in riverdale shout out to the south side but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, so I'm a, a teacher by day and, uh, I guess, you know, I'm a, a thought leader. I am a activist. I am a, you know, anti-racist, uh, oh. uh, pusher, you know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, you know, we, we push a lot of things in the culture. Uh, previously to being an educator, uh, I was a Freestyle Friday Hall of Famer on BET's 106 and Park. Okay, come on, Free and AJ. <laughs> yes, the good days. The good right, days. the good days. Only days we acknowledge. Yeah, okay. so, you know, I've done, I've, I've done a couple things and, and, and now, you know, my focus is just black and brown youth and, and positioning them to win. Nice. Side awesome. note, what Shivy didn't say also is he has a podcast and an Instagram live show. He does do Teacher Talk Tuesdays. Yes. And you have another show. What is uh, Teacher Talk Live? So uh, Mondays, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, uh, we, we go live with different educators, uh, different policymakers, different artists, like all different type of people. We talk all things education, race, politics, and culture. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's really, really dynamic conversations on a regular basis. Um, there's a lot of people who are very passionate about our conversations in the space. Uh, and it's just a really uh, a dope space to validate the voices of educators. Also, Ooh. at the end of his shows, he makes everybody free our rap songs. <laughs> he makes everybody rap, yo. And I'm just, I mean, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But some uh, people be on it, though. Listen, we get some <laughs> good performances yes. on it. It's called Finish the Lyric. Uh, at the end of the show, uh, the, the, the guest gets to pick a song of their choice. It could be an R&B song, gospel song, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, they, we start it. We cut the audio out, and they go acapella. 
And it is like the dopest thing. When you see, you know, a district attorney, a Supreme Court judge, a teacher, a principal, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of showing a little bit of their culture, showing a little bit about their personality. It changes things. You get to see the humanity in them Mm -hmm. in a different kind of way. So it's one of my favorite parts of the show. People love it. And uh, I can't wait to get y'all on it. Uh, No, 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 no. (laughs) We'll have to see. Um, Some my rapping skills. You know what I mean? I only only knew how to do the You might could, you can sweet on the D D D. You know what I mean? You can you can sing, sing song. I, I yeah. can sing something. Girl, you said you can scat. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like you can scat on it. Do little Billy Holiday actually. Well, this is perfect because in the pregame, you know, we want to talk about verses. I don't know how oh. the verses affect. Like everybody's been watching verses. I've been watching verses since the very first one with Swiss. And Timbaland, because I just happened to be on the internet, you know, in my insomnia, my pandemic insomnia, and (laughs) they were on there and they were going ham and they were playing the soundtrack of my childhood. And I just felt like, oh, this is amazing. And so every one of them I've seen, except I think the one with, um, was it DJ Clue and RZA? Yeah, I I didn't catch that one. I didn't see that one. But all the other ones I've seen. So, and the most recent versus battle, by the time you guys hear this on the podcast, will have been Brandy and Monica. And let me just say. What you about to say? That was the versus of my of my life, girl. Like, I needed it. Like, I needed all of it. Like, do you know, like, how many? First of all, I'm a huge Monica fan. So, I was Team Monica. I didn't um, care what she did. I was Team Monica. Okay. Now, Brandy, on the other hand, you know, I enjoyed her music. I just like a full body voice. I mean, I don't know how y'all feel about they it. Say, Monica they say, was giving they say, me nothing, though. Like, Monica was giving me no energy. Monica was giving me, I don't want to be here. Monica was not, she was not, she was giving me poor sportsmanship. Really? And I like, I liked Brandy's energy a lot better. I felt like Brandy And as was, I was listening, I was like, you know so what? So let, let me ask you a question. Bop, bop, Did you grow up with two parents in the home who both went to college and you're a second generation college goer? No. <laughs> y'all saw a meme that said Brandy makes music for people who grow up you with two what? parents oh, yeah. oh. went to college and wrote in their diary okay I, oh, no. like, y'all was I liked to, it I liked her stuff a lot better though like, I felt like y'all was trying to even put the my girl Monica the, um, the he is shit versus the dozen roses okay that part Okay, you I know. Give you that. I'm not gonna say Brandy didn't have any bops I saw a meme that was hella relevant and uh-huh. it said um, what did it say? Monica is what Atlanta would be if Atlanta was a person. And I mean, that's so relevant. That's like, can we not? I that mean, even, even so the- y'all all liked Monica better. I like a full bodied voice, but that's not what it's about though. Is but it, it is into my ears. Okay. Melodically. If, if we're talking numbers, Brandy won. <laughs> she did. She Hands did. down. She right. Did. Nobody. If we talking numbers and Brandy can sing, I don't want to say uh, technically as a singer she was over here rocking with her twist and you yeah, know, I just felt singing like she was Monica's voice, like singing her um, songs I just felt and shit. Like she Monica thought, was doing nothing. She, well, me. I mean, if Monica I was, was comfortable, sitting I wouldn't looking. <laughs> I was um, like, are you having a good time, Monica? Like, what's up? I don't think she was. <laughs> she was. And I, I appreciate people not being fake. So um, I think one highlight for me was young Ray J, because I think we were all waiting. Oh. We were all waiting to see him do something. Okay? <laughs> I mean, the whole show should have ended on I hit it first. Wow. I loved it. 
Damn. I love him. You like Ray J? Yeah. Okay, how do you feel about Ray you J? You have one wish? Like, that was... That I, was... I, I think, I think Ray J is one of the most underrated and underappreciated personalities of our lifetime. I agree with that. I second that. Ray J has been a part of so many things that are relevant to popular culture mm-hmm. today. And let's not forget about the man's uh, entrepreneurial genius. With that the Raycon... Come on. That's the Swagtron bikes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on now. But not the indestructible glasses. Maybe. Speedy, uh, <laughs> Speedy Norman let we, us know we, those we glasses. We can't win can all the be. time. We can't okay. win all the time. Just saying. That um, was the most epic moment, though. What? Those glasses? Yeah. It was. Like, you can't break them. You can't break them. You feel me? You cannot break them. I enjoyed the versus battles. I especially enjoyed this one. What I really enjoyed about this one is um, that it speaks to women in music and R&B because those, the battle with Jill Scott and um, Erica and Erykah Badu mm-hmm. was one of the highest rated ones mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think the uh, the only one that was higher rated than that was um, Bounty Hunter and uh, Bounty, Ki- Bounty Killer and Beanie Man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, which also speaks to the variety of music, too. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, what people really enjoy, what people really will tune in and listen to. But they did number numbers. They did. On that one. But but Mm -hmm. it also brings up, like, yo, Instagram, can we start monetizing live? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, for real, because we bring in a a, a lot of views to IG Live. We bring in a Mm -hmm. lot of attention to the platform. And long attention mm-hmm. to the platform you know what i'm saying that was like three hours of a million plus people on live yeah oh effect and shout out to instagram for letting me go longer than an hour now thank Dude, you okay. Hello. <laughs> we made it it's a small <laughs> pandemic win okay all Word kinds up. of things coming out of it and not more trash than being in a good convo and be like yo i got 30 seconds left let me let me tap off the live and come right back right for that's horrible. And it's hard to get people to come back on because it's like, y'all know. Y'all know what this is. Like, y'all know we about to get off. Come on back on or whatever. Fact. But I think Instagram is obviously evolving as the times are evolving. We're seeing all these different platforms evolving as well yeah. because people are using them in so many different ways to do so many different things to still stay connected. But I think Versus is like one of the, it's going to be like that winter story out of the pandemic, out of, you know, mm-hmm. these times mm-hmm. to come out. Like, would y'all go to a versus tour? Would y'all go to the show? Oh, 100 percent. I that, would it, skip it, it John is... Legend and Alicia Keys. What? <laughs> Why? I don't want to hear them. <laughs> wow. I don't need them for three hours. I just don't. No, no but I, I do. I do think the people miss like the music of yesteryear, though. Yes. And I think we miss the artist of yesteryear. That part. Like people, are, people I miss are kind of missing year, that. But like, I'm, I like tonally on point as well. Like, and Alicia doesn't give that to me. Well, Alicia you know, has not given that to me. They since said after she got her Swiss, they took her voice like Ursula. Child, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I still enjoy Alicia Keys' music. Um, I do. She there was some screaming too much for me, and it's not. That does not equate to vocals. It does not. It does not. Mm-hmm. Okay, so who it does would y'all not. want to see? I want to hear from both of y'all. Who would you want to see in a versus battle? Oh. Live or like just... Period. Just whatever. I feel like I would want to see Omarion and Chris Brown. That's a good one. I got one better. So, but do Omarion <laughs> have 20 like solo hits though? He would obviously have to pull B2K. I mean, in. he could put B-sides. Like, could he not play like... He got to play songs that going to win. They got to be 20 win. hits. It's just nah. that we didn't listen to them. Nah. Ooh, 20 <laughs> hits are the rules. It has to be 20 hits. 
That's what it has to be. I got two. Brandy okay. could do I got two. favorites. Okay, go uh, Jay-Z. Oh. And uh, it slipped in my mind. Hold on. Wait. Let me grab it. <laughs> let me grab it. Dang it. Because I'm Hold like, Jay-Z and who? Hold on. Oh, excuse me. I'm going to get my other one. Up. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get my other one okay. until that one comes back. Beyonce and Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Yeah, wait. I don't wait know. Very it's, it's, different, but think of different. think of the catalog. Mary could okay. body Beyonce. Don't play. Okay. okay. Don't play. Do you see how much okay, stress I'm under right now? Look, <laughs> wait, hey, wait now it's not about stage but performance because but let's, wait a let's give it to Beyonce. Mary stage does performance have really great stage performance, though. Okay. Mary has great stage performance. She gives yeah, but me it's not Beyonce. The cookout that I like. It is not. She gives me. It's not Beyonce. I can do anything. She gives me. I can do anything. It's not Beyonce. It is an Aussie vibe. Relatability there. <laughs> I'm so stressed by this. Like, I don't even want to decide. I, that one's stressing me. I, I, but Beyonce, does, like her hits, I feel like some of her later albums are better than the things that were like chart toppers. Like from birthday, released. Like, isn't that since, one of her albums? Birthday or something like that. Since self-titled, since she became reclusive and does things like surprise drops. So you think things beforehand are better than they are now? Is that I what you're saying? I think that things now are better than they were beforehand. Well, you know, I mean, she gathered her voice too because you, if you heard those, those earlier runs. The later stuff isn't hits though. So it's like, right. So I don't know. I think Mary would probably body her just because I'm not a huge Beyonce hit singles fan. Mm. Like I'm just not. So I got my other one. I got my other one. Jay Z and Nas. We already Ooh. know who's winning. Ooh. We already Do know we who's go. winning. Do we? Did we know that before Ether came? I was going to say this is Stop like sleeping Ether on all the guy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Sleeping on the guy. <laughs> I, I don't think Sean will win. I'm just not. I'm. I'm not a huge Jay Z fan though either. Really? His. His. It's just so. But know. would those not be must see verses? Absolutely, though? those oh, are going to do number numbers. Come it, on. Would, it would be must see, but I don't think he would do it. He's not versus really hire me. Put me on the curate. Come on, versus hire should be please. There has to be like a capitalist reason behind the verses. Nah, well, that's for the culture. <laughs> yeah, that's Jay Z for, the, for the culture. Though, let's not forget. Let's not forget. <laughs> Jay Z drops a project every single time Nas does. Oh, still because he feels. That's his competitor. He mm. just drops up. Come on, y'all. Y'all check. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Okay. <laughs> Come on. All right. So check mm. the receipts on that if you think I'm lying. <sighs> okay. Well, whoo, chow. Um, speaking of people who are top charting, let's talk why, about, why let's Jay-Z get into. Jay-Z and Drake, though. Like. Jay-Z and Drake. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait a minute. How about Drake and Lil Wayne? Interesting. I would like Drake and Lil Wayne. Okay. Drake and Lil Wayne. But people are. Put me on the curate <laughs> versus. Put me in the game, coach. <laughs> you put me in the game. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Okay. Let's switch over and let's talk about two ladies who are chart topping, are chart topping now, Cardi and Megan and WAP. Now, WAP came out, obviously. We obviously know what WAP stands for. Um, you've heard it all up in the course. What gushy. Oh, okay. <laughs> An adult version. Um, so <laughs> anyways, I mean, a lot of people, there was, it was very polarizing. Like either you really were like, oh, okay, cool. I'm for the song or whatever. I'm cool with it. Or you heard a lot of conservatives being like, 
oh my God, this is not what we want to teach young women. Da 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 da. And people that are obviously not people of the culture or even listen to the music were chiming in as well. And I think a lot of that had to do more so with Cardi's affiliation politically. And that. Because, oh yeah, because Cardi dropped here. WAP and then she did an interview yeah, with Bernie with Sanders, like or and with Biden. The Biden. Yeah, she did one with Bernie Sanders before, and then mm-hmm. Biden the very next week. Mm-hmm. I mean, sis is living. Um, but, but are humans not allowed to live in multiplicity? Right. Wait, what you mean by that? So why is it? That I can't be culturally uh, pushing the envelope. I can't be uh, sexual, but then at the same time have a, a, a political perspective to stand on. Mm-hmm. Right. Why can both things not be true? They Agreed. Mm-hmm. Do and to even go further. I think that it's a very big problem when women decide to own their sexuality and be in control of it, because then you see. Because what I heard a lot from was a lot of powerful men who had a negative reaction to what they were saying in the songs. Football players, um, politicians. Who else was it? I was gonna um, say like it wasn't just conservatives. It was just a lot of men. A lot of men in but, general. But if your music is not pushing conversation, then your music does not matter. Right. Ooh. So if if people are indifferent, then it doesn't matter. So you got people feeling one way or the other mm-hmm. way, which means at the end of the day, they win. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Okay. So. Oh, are you? Do I hear a little bit of it in the background? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm from yeah. Jersey, so this bring club okay. vibes for okay. me. Okay. So I'm just saying. You know okay, what part of Jersey are you from? East Orange and Montclair. Essex County in the building. I don't even know why I'm asking. Okay. I don't know why I'm asking. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to the airport. Um, <laughs> Is it close to Newark? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> it's right next to Newark. I'm in the same neighborhood. We have uh, got a little bit of family in Patterson. Never been. Okay, um, P-Town. That's it. Okay. Patterson's P-Town. a little, little rough. Um, either way. All of um, Jersey is rough. It's one big hood. That part. Ooh, okay. So, but I do think like it was, it was polarizing on so many different levels. And then even if you did like the song, there was moments in the video where you're like, who, who is that? Who's that? that I, so I, 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 I like felt, you weren't specifically talking about, Oh girl, like you talking about, Oh girl. Oh, I liked everyone in the video. <laughs> so I liked Cardi, Meg, Mulatto, um, Rosalie, um, Normani. <laughs> I like, who was that? Who else was in there? Um, Ruby red, Ruby Rose. And full stop. <laughs> full stop. I, I mean, felt the same was, way. I was like, why? Was but I also felt, though. I think it was for the people who was going to be for it. It gave you something to hate, too. That it was part. almost like, so everybody mm-hmm. needed something to hate. Everybody needed something to hate. I just feel you like. what? What? I just. Tell I just have a, a very. <laughs> I just have a very, like, love. Well, not love. I just have a very strong disdain for the Kardashians and everything they well, represent. Well, talk about it, sis. Air it out. I mean. Is it because we don't like culture vultures? What happened? Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's that a part. huge part of it. That part. But I didn't even like the portrayal of her in the video. She just kind of felt like the madame. Who First was, off, I ain't going to lie. Because it, it was a from the kneecaps up type situation. <laughs> and I was like. Oh, right. Oh, I was like, who is this? Oh. It's another bad it's another yeah. baddie. Y'all we didn't know. know. It's y'all another know. baddie. <laughs> Whose daughter? Y'all know the procedures that we went through to accomplish these things. Y'all wow, know that. Because before picks, I don't know what's listen Because it's, it's like the before picks for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's all the things that they've done, especially over the last, like, what, 
18 to 24 months that they've done the black women period that they've claimed were friends yeah i mean the oh, jordan, the woods, jordan woods thing i mean because we stand a jordan woods okay we, we stand a skin routine we stand a tight ponytail mm-hmm. and a thick body okay mm-hmm. but what you tried to do hi jordan Listen, <laughs> but what you tried to do was take this girl out over some over something that wasn't even a thing. You know what I mean? But then you want to show up in our videos and you want to show up in our clothes and you want to show up with our lips and our butts and our nose and our hair. And you want to show up with the men. I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But or with the babies. But wait a minute. Can you blame but, them? But Can isn't that a them in? But Can isn't the bigger them? conversation around the black women that allow these non-black women to infiltrate our spaces and uphold Not them. infiltrate, <laughs> but co-sign. Yes. yes. And champion. Yes. And make them role models. Yes. That and part. make them it. Yeah. Yes. That's that. my beef. That. Yes. And that. I had a bigger problem with that. Well, I, I also was like think, Cardi, really? But I, well, so, but here's the thing, too, that we don't forget because there's a back part, right? So, Cardi's stylist is Kylie's stylist. And there's another piece so to Cardi it. Don't have Wait, say. hold on. No, <laughs> hold on for a second. Because how Cardi got that stylist was going through Chris Jenner. Mm-hmm. Because if you remember two years ago, she was over at their house and everybody was like, wait a minute, why girl, because, oh my God, right? Everybody's <laughs> like, why are you over there? You know, they body snatch. Mm-hmm. So, why are the things happening? So, I think Chris jenner has positioned herself as a gatekeeper so oh yeah certain things you have to go through and are go certain people you have to go through in order to get certain things and right now she's got a lock on all the top stylists and hairstylists or whatever or at least a corner group of them and she'll come to you you know with like a proposal you can't refuse you know what I mean? I'll give you this, this, and this, and this if you'll do this, this, and this, and this. And if you look at the behind the scenes from um, what Cardi was releasing, you could see Chris was all up in it. There was a whole meme I, about it. I feel like, though, I ain't about to let her off, like, with a with a little pass because she's trying to get some stylists, though. Like, I feel like why not give an up-and-comer an opportunity? Like, I do why, feel like that as well. Like, why do you do all that? If an up-and-comer was in it, would you be having as lengthy a conversation about it? Yeah, because I like the video. Cat. Like- <laughs> it's so many cat, yo. Stop lying. You got so many. I like many- the titties. I like the titties. We all do. Water. We all do. But there, there's all these other women in the video, mm-hmm. and we're paused having conversation about that. This particular I, one. When yeah, I correct. saw it, I didn't even let it move me because I okay. knew what it was. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It was, come on, it was a trigger. Right. On uh, purpose. It was. It was strategic. Oh, it's a talking manipulation. Man, come on, because the amount, Especially during the time of the uprising, especially right. during the time of the... Right, come right, on. right. Come on. And you got Normani up, dancing her little ass off. She was dancing, was so But the amount of press <laughs> that just came from her being in the video from white press... Exactly. It's a That's crossover. True. And and, and who Cardi, are eighty percent of hip hop and R and B consumers. Per, that buy it. Yeah. Correct. Which is sad. So like th- so then there's this this is bigger thing that we have to pay attention is to. Is it sad or well. is it facts? Uh, what I'm saying is that that we have to play to that. I don't I don't like things are like in ways that we have to play to white gays. Pause. We do. But do we have to play? That's, we and don't. that's my question. Some of we us don't. feel however you feel, but does the Queen Beyonce play? No. I don't think so. Do you think so? And is she still winning? How do you think she And plays? are white consumers Define still winning. supporting? Define well, winning? Define, Define winning <laughs> is her Netflix deal. That part. Okay. The okay. whole thing. <laughs> Define <laughs> winning is my music comes out on my own platform. Right. Okay. Because Becky with the good hair, that one for me, sis. It <laughs> went for me. 
it wasn't for me. My hair is up in a wrap. See, it was not for me. I, I think folks got to also remember, you ain't got to, Nipsey rule, you ain't got to sell the same amount of records as somebody else to gross more than them. That part. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, within the teacher space, and I ain't popping my stuff, but within Pop the teacher I'm just saying, within the teacher space, I don't necessarily have the biggest following, but I dare you to find too many people that gross more than I do. That part. Ooh. Well, hey, we're learning lessons today. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So it's not about uh, how many followers you have or, or how much your sales are. It's about how much equity do you have? Right. How much ownership do you have? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you could be selling 100 million records, but if you own 2% of it, you can't compete with the person that's selling 5 million. You know, and that's a great segue into a bigger conversation that we were talking about with Tyler Perry saying, hey, I own everything. That's yeah. why I'm a billionaire. I own the chairs, the carpet, the walls, the lights, the, the toilet the, the toilet trees. paper all of this and so now it's created me to give or uh, created a way for me to give another space to other black creators other black writers or to open up a way for them to be able to come through a door that they weren't able to come through before so you're looking at stuff like that you're looking at things that Issa Rae has been doing you're mm-hmm. looking at things with Michaela Cole what she did when she turned Netflix down because she still wanted to own everything and then got a bigger deal over HBO mm-hmm. Boom. so it, ownership- but, but then the next part about that though is then what are we doing to help leverage and educate others around us to do the same See, thing? I think that that's so don't just win is. in a silo. Ooh, but well, okay, because okay. I, I, because I ain't celebrating folks that's out here winning in silos. Yeah. Like everybody <laughs> wants to celebrate somebody getting a W, but forgetting the fact that they in first class and they homies in coach. Oh, we, look, what do we say? I a appreciate lot of it, but Joe did. A lot of people got Spotify. on. They, okay, with well, Joe, okay, Joe, but, uh, Joe, uh, Joe Button or Joe Rogan? Joe Button with Spotify. Because he made some excellent points. He did. Did you hear his rant with Charlemagne, though? No. Charlemagne kind of had a little. What did Charlemagne say, though? I saw a little bit of uh, Joey's piece. Joey's a, is, is, I'm a Jersey guy, so I got it. <laughs> I just have to disclose Joe Button's got a special place in my heart because okay. that, like, that's the dude if, from my era. You know what I'm saying? I do like what he's you, an I do what, speaker in my for opinion. business. I'm cool with what you thing. did as a person. <laughs> Joe has a questionable history. We have to. He does. That. So he does. But I will. Uh, so they got into a little thing because I think Charlemagne was trying to like kind of chump him off of the deal that he took with Spotify. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what do you mean? You've been working for iHeart for 10 years, getting iHeart all their money. Like now they're rich yeah. because of you. What I'm doing now is I'm making me rich and I own all my things. So how am I stupid? when we're not even having the same conversation. Right. We're not even, we're not even talking on the same level. I don't know. Is that what you took from what he said? I just feel like when I pick up shit to throw it at you, I get dirty too. That part. Ooh. Mm, come on. Okay. <laughs> come on. You know what I'm saying? Like ultimately, regardless of, of who is most right or who is most wrong, at the end of the day, it's like what's best for the culture. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's collaboration over competition every time. Mm-hmm. And so when our kings could be on one page, and I mean, sometimes you got to call each other in, but I think it's the difference between calling each other in and calling each other out. Mm-hmm. And we got to get out of the practice of calling each other out all the time. And sometimes maybe educating each other in a way where we can uh, engage in a dialogue, engage mm-hmm. in the exchange of ideas instead of uh, shunning somebody else off or poo-pooing somebody off because they might've said something, you know what I'm saying? Like really that turn the other cheek sometimes got to be finessed. Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of it too has to do with the thought process of being of scarcity over abundance. 
abundance and also Boom. with people wanting to share things because they feel like they have to keep it close to the chest because oh this is only my opportunity everybody can't eat when in actuality everybody can eat no. i mean but that's that's a that's a socialization though that we've been taught mm-hmm. that crabs in the barrel mentality that we specifically as a community have because it's like oh this person is the only person of us that can win. Mm-hmm. There's no way all of us have an opportunity here. Mm-hmm. Like, especially when you were thinking of a diversity vote, like mm-hmm. it's only one black. It's not multiple blacks, you know? And obviously that's working inside of the oppressor's society that's uh-huh. been given to us uh-huh. or been put upon us mm-hmm. that there can only be one black right. or whatever the situation right. is. So we're but constantly, like, right. But that, but that is, that, that is proof of when, 80% of all your money is owned by 2% of people in mm-hmm. the society, mm-hmm. right? So, like, we're all fighting over crumbs, and it's become normalized mm-hmm. for us to mm-hmm. do it. We don't even realize it's crumbs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember working for someone and, and seeing that their income was five times mine as my boss. You know what I'm saying? And and, and realizing that the actual real labor... Was done by me! Was, you know what I'm saying? Right? So, so <laughs> that becomes those moments that you realize, like, yo, the world is so much more abundant, and it's happening right in front of your face but we don't even realize it right like we don't realize how much control we have over between being the 98 percenters or being a part of the two percent mm-hmm. and then opening the floodgates so that the two percent can get watered down and we can spread that thing a little bit more mm-hmm. and other folks can be uh well off as well mm-hmm. yeah i just think it's about sharing information which is something that we're starting to do a lot more of it's yeah. particularly this generation i see that. and doing a lot of uh a lot more of the collaboration and focusing on ownership because i mean we've heard the jay-z's and the whoever's mm-hmm. rapping about it forever mm-hmm. and so now we're actually kind of understanding like what does that actually mean what does ownership really look like and also having a government in place even though they're not perfect but we have uh, minorities have found their way into positions to allow access to capital, to laws, to property, to different things. It's not perfect, but we're heading towards that way where people can get access. Um, I know this a lot of the conversation that we talk about on the site, especially with black women becoming um, leaders in business and ownership. And really what it was is all we needed was some capital we need yeah, access capital and we still need access <laughs> mm-hmm. even when you talk about venture capitalism capitalism and all these different types of things so okay i read a tweet one time though that really triggered me when they were talking about um why do black women have to compete for uh these investment opportunities like when they do those little giveaways and shit like the little grants that you have to kind of like do pitch like, contests and stuff. Well, we do so well it's in like, business. Why, I mean, we, why do we have to do all this jumping through hoops? Everything to we get don't it? touch is going to turn to gold. Like, you should just give it to me. Hello. Like I have the business plan. Right? I've already <laughs> sold the things. Like I have the Hello. website. I have the audience. Hello. I have the niche audience that you can't get to. Exactly. But, but you, you know what the reality of it, those opportunities are so scarce and so difficult to get to because America does not value the work or the presence of women. Oh. Mm. Say something. And it, and it, it really, it, it simply comes down to that. If you look at any career field that is dominated by women, they tend to be grossly underpaid in comparison mm-hmm. to male-dominated mm-hmm. fields. And it, this is this is prevalent throughout our society. And until we really normalize those conversations about the disparities, like when are we actually getting to it? Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? Like we can say and be like, why do we got to do this? But it's like, yo, what are we doing to break down the systems? Like what are we doing collectively? You know what I'm saying? Imagine if educators, if teachers, right, which are 80% women, 80% white women, hmm. by the way, okay? But what would we do if if educators band together the same way that NBA players do? Right. I would love to see it. Me too. I really would. I would love to Me see too. y'all do that. My mom wishes that her uh, school 
system had a union. Situation. Well, I mean, welcome to Georgia. <laughs> All right, in the South, all okay. right, where we are right to work states and we don't have unions and things like that. But mm-hmm. I'm also not gonna I'm not gonna say that if we had a union, that's a fix all. It's not. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. The truth of the matter is, is that we do not prioritize education the way that we should. Right. Mm-hmm. We put more money in the incarceration and public mm-hmm. safety, quote unquote, mm-hmm. yes, than we do eight. in the education on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. We allow our our city councils. We allow our state governments to cut education on a regular basis and don't say nothing. As mm-hmm. soon as cops get their budgets cut, though, now they're in an uproar and they're right. having a sick out. The fuck? Which is crazy because I really don't think we really touched on what defund the police actually means. However, before we go there, guys, we need to wrap up our our pregame because this conversation is starting to get heated. So I think we should probably get into happy hour. How you feel about that, Sharon? I still want to know what WAP means to Shibby. Oh, let's end on that. What does WAP mean to Shivy? <laughs> that means high child care cost. <laughs> Who said that's language for a baby daddy? Uh, or a husband. Okay, that part. <laughs> In recent weeks, we posted a think piece on the site called We Failed Megan, Point Blank and Period. And in it, the disconnect between black women protecting black men and the energy not being reciprocated is touched on. It's a narrative that we see and hear a lot, unfortunately. And um, I wanted to know, first things first, what's your opinion on the Megan Tory situation? Oh, Let's get to it. Um, Yo, I mean, listen, it it is a uh, absolutely sad situation. Um, First off, I hope that any woman, uh, if assaulted in any situation, feels comfortable divulging exactly what happened so that whomever is the perpetuator of that that violence or that abuse can be held accountable, Mm -hmm. right? So let me just put that out there first off. Mm -hmm. The second, and really what I should have said before that is believe women. Uh, ooh, ah, ooh, especially black women bars for sure <laughs> we know and we still got to do our due diligence because let's be real there are actors out there who who will uh uh embellish things lie about things whatever the case may be especially if you're talking about a notable person involved in it uh mm-hmm. i.e a notable male or whatever the case may be we all know the, we know what's up we've seen right? it happen mm-hmm. yeah it happens it happen. you know what i'm saying but we also see it happen where women talk about violence against them and things like that. And they have to prove themselves. They have to validate it. They got to pull receipts, et cetera, in order to be believed. And that's bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. So so we're just going to put that out there. Uh, the, the other part to it is, you know, we kind of talked a little bit uh, uh, behind the scenes about what the, 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 the facts of the case are, at least <laughs> with the public. What, what we, I'm saying quote to air quotes on facts of the yes. case. Air ain't no body cam on the situation. That, and, and, oh, both sides not, haven't come out yet. So let's be clear. We've only heard Meg Tori from her deported, IG live. And then, girl, send the girl back to Canada. <laughs> we don't want her. Okay. So we haven't heard from Tori just yet. So that's what Shivy is actually referring to. But continue your story. No, nah, that's a fact. And I mean, the, the, the point of the matter is, is if, if any man uh, causes violence against a woman, that's just little meat energy. And we just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yes. 
I, I just think it's just so interesting that black girls and statistically when you see young black girls go through the criminal justice system and you could probably speak from the school uh, mm-hmm. perspective um, black girls are one seen as adults when they're when they're children yes. and they're not often believed um, in any instance whether it is like a school infraction or a sexual assault encounter or, or all of that so what are your opinions on like where that stems from or where that's coming from I don't know. I just know (laughs) from my own childhood, personally, I just kind of feel like a lot of responsibility was on my shoulders for people who were older than me, if that makes sense. Like, you know, deep sis, because hold on. Like, for example, um, I have a, a very, a very vibrant memory of being at my grandma's house when I was maybe eight years old. And I stayed the night there and um, I woke up the next morning and I had on this like green spaghetti strap mm-hmm. top thing and the matching like pajama set bottom. And I went into the living room to say hello to the guest and I was brought, taken to the side and, and told, oh, you don't need to be dressed like this around grown women. Mm-hmm. I mean, grown men. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, Okay. (laughs) So, um, I went and changed my clothes and I don't know. I just, I connect that memory with a lot of other truths that I've seen around where it's almost like black girls aren't allowed to be girls. Like we're just automatically these adults who are sexualized to, you know, if something happened to you is something that you provoked or that you instigated because of what you're dressed like or what you're wearing or, or you're sitting on this man's lap that's not your father or something or like that. Or even your father at Ooh, that point too. Yes. <laughs> let, let, let's, let's be real. All right. So I think the part that we're missing is, and, I, and this happens a lot of times when we have conversations like this, we miss the opportunity to really elevate what is the why behind what we're talking about? At the end of the day, there's an adultification of black people that happens before by the age of six. Mm-hmm. Men and That's women, true, men. Males, men, and females. males and females, too, females yeah. right? Let's not yeah. let's not forget that Tamir Rice was seen as a threat. Yeah. Right? Let's mm-hmm. not forget that that uh uh this happens on a normal basis where young brothers and young sisters, young sisters mm-hmm. are oversexualized, mm-hmm. hypersexualized, mm-hmm. very young, mm-hmm. right? And then with the brothers, they're seen as a threat. Mm-hmm. By the age of 12, they're perceived as being 17 or older mm-hmm. and treated as such. Mm-hmm. I think they're hypersexualized as well. Absolutely. Well, 100%. Mm-hmm. But what happens is, it's like we allow that that perception to become normalized. Mm-hmm. And so then, like, I, I ask y'all, like, where is the line between us deciding, oh, you know, a, a woman empowerment, mm-hmm. a woman should be able to dress however she want to dress and still be safe. And then at the same time, stick with the old school way of thought of, oh, there's certain ways that you should carry yourself or you're, uh, you're inviting attention that you don't want. Like, how do we mitigate those two things? Because if we want to be a more progressive society, it will come uh, in confrontation with some of those old school ways of thinking mm-hmm. and how we square that as black folk. I honestly, I struggle with this because there are certain situations where I'm like, I don't care how she was dressed. I don't care what she was wearing. Right. Whatever. Same, right. Mm-hmm. But then there are situations that I do here and I'm like, so when does it become a point where, okay, as a woman for me, for me, there are certain situations I won't go into because I know that if something goes left, I'm not going to be able to physically protect my own self, right? Mm. Um, And there's certain ways I'm not going to do certain things around people that I know are probably predators, but I know they're a predator. 
Um, so I struggle because I'm just like, it's like this weird, uh, catch 22, right? Mm -hmm. It's this weird double edged sword because there's so much responsibility on both ends of people to just don't touch somebody else. Don't, don't, don't encroach on someone else's space without permission. Um, but then there's also these things of like, well, what if somebody is really just this deviant whatever i don't even know how to describe this person then what do you do you know what i mean like what did you did you just walk into a situation and i think sometimes when you become a victim of sexual assault or something like that that is the very thing that you go through is like did i cause this to happen to myself or you know or whatever i don't know how to answer that question i don't have it, an it's I don't never feel like it's never caused, a woman's fault right. i'm, I'm gonna yeah. put caused. that out there yeah no 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 no, no. Mm-hmm. i'm saying like that's what people go through like oh yeah I'm not saying it I is. think because oh, yeah. it's been yeah. it's been normalized to kind of feel like it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Like especially as a woman, like, oh, obviously you asked for it. I remember this woman wrote about her sexual assault um with this guy that she knew, um, that she went on a date with and he felt like he should have access to her body because right. she went to his hotel room or whatever. Um, but she said no, like repeatedly. And um, there were so many people in the comments just saying, oh, but you asked for it. Oh, but look what you're right. wearing to the day. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you, why did you go into the room with him if that was the case? It's like no accountability also, or responsibility also that's the was internet placed on and the And a lot of people are crunchy. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I mean? Like, also, people say a lot of trash things on the internet that mm-hmm. they would never say about their mother I in the same situation. Love. Right. So Goodness. what was the fallout from that, though? It was horrible. Um, we had to take the story down and we had to apologize to the young lady because it was just, it was a lot and it triggered her and it brought her back. It, it reignited like her PTSD about the whole situation. I mean, I've seen a lot of this on the internet recently. I don't know if you guys have, if you're active on Twitter, but there was a lot of journalists at one point starting to call out men mm-hmm. and a lot of people in music starting to call out men in power in both of those spaces. Me Too movement. The, the, mm-hmm. That, yeah. but they were saying, here is how I've been um, sexually assaulted or abused or mishandled by a superior male in order to um, further my career career and they would i mean receipts text messages emails and then the men were like would just disappear for a second gather themselves and then do this grand like instagram live or Mm. whatever to explain how they were wrong and they didn't know that this was an issue and it's just like you didn't know but the girl in the thing says this is an issue but do you think that kind of ties into um like, because I've had my own sexual experiences where men, I don't know, the line just kind of seemed kind of blurred a little bit. Like, now what I know, I would think that maybe these situations were low-key rape. But um, back then, I, I wouldn't think that because... This is why I want you to watch I May Destroy You. <laughs> have you watched I May Destroy You, Shivy? It's heavy, but there are a lot of instances on there, particularly one, this is a spoiler alert for her, anyone who hasn't seen it, where she um, ends up having a sexual encounter with a, an employee or, or someone, uh, not an employee, uh, like a, a work counterpart. And in the middle of the sexual encounter, because they did, they both mutually agreed to have sex, um, he takes the condom off. Oh, that's happened to me before. And he didn't tell her until the end. Yeah, that's happened to me before. So she's looking through a blog, and this girl is describing the same thing happened to her, but that it also can be considered rape because he didn't ask her for her permission yeah. to do that. And I didn't know that at the time. I didn't either. Yeah. And it happened to me, too. I, but then like I'm that. curious, what about on the flip side? What, what you what, mean? What's on the flip side? Let's say, you know what I'm saying, somebody punctures something. Punctured. Oh, punctures the punctures that's the not condom. Good. Right. Uh-huh. A, 
again, that's a violation of your knowledge of what you. But what protection do you have for as a man? So that woman gets pregnant. You're a successful man. DNA says you're the father. What do we do? Ask future. Wow. <laughs> These are the kind of he conversations that we need to have. <laughs> <laughs> These are definitely the conversations we need to have because these lines get blurred so quickly. Well, and, and, and also, there's a lot of sexual harassment and abuse that happens to men, especially in the workplace. Oh, mm-hmm. please talk that about it. That is never talked about. Mm-hmm. That is that is not believed mm-hmm. when it's brought up. And I'm gonna say, as a male, as a male educator, mm-hmm. it be going down. Listen, okay, <laughs> they 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 be trying. <laughs> they be a little explicit. And as a I man, if as a man, if I was to do a lot of the things oh, that have yeah. occurred to me, and now, but but. On that the wouldn't other, be on the flip side, though, it's a joke. Mm-hmm. It ain't. Oh, there's no harm. Yeah. Listen, you know what I'm saying. So it's a whole that. different mm-hmm. kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens on that's, this end of things too. I don't know if you have ever had a male coworker or someone hit on you, and then you kind of question like, why did you just do that? And they're like, oh, it's just a joke. But it's not though, <laughs> because if I would have responded to it the way you wanted. Then it would have went somewhere else. Like my coworker so that question, sent though, me his ashy but, dick pic unsolicited. Wow. I was just like, wow. It was Could ashy? it at least be moisturized? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was no. horrible. It was horrible. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, I'm just here so I don't get fired. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it, ha- it definitely That's happens horrible. on both ends. And especially if you're an educator or something like that or where men are the minority in a workplace. Yeah. I can see where women are like, oh, my God, he's teaching kids. He's da da da. He's oh. the only one here. Oh. And he cares about children. So he must want to da 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 Male educators are a sapiosexual fantasy. Listen. Oh, I am a sapiosexual. So that's <laughs> so for everyone out there. That's where you find them at the school. Find them at the I'm, school. I'm, listen, the energy. <laughs> I, look, it is so, what it is. But it's not only coworkers. It's got to be parents. Oh, yeah. Tell yeah. me about it. Yeah, let's let's talk. I mean, it, it happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Some folks end up in detention or needing extra help, and you, you don't know why. You know, Listen. you don't know why. They want to have an extra parent-teacher conference. I need one every week, right? You, every you week. know, they're not emailing, they DM, and you know what I'm saying? Uh, it happens, Mr. Brooks. Yeah. I texted you last night at yeah. midnight. Yeah. You didn't respond. Yeah. Who were you with? Come to the classroom with oh. sundress, no bra, situations like that. You know. I believe that. Let yeah. them hang. It you happens. Know? It happens. It's free okay. flowing out here. It Woo. happens. Okay. In the streets. Hey. The way look. the nipple hits. Yeah. I, just <laughs> I just don't know like what you do on the... So I guess to say, we don't protect each other well. I don't think so. And that's kind of what the think piece was, was talking about. It wasn't just, ooh, protect black women or Megan is automatically in the right. It was saying that there's a lot of work that both sides need to do. What what does protect black women look like? All right. And, and I mean this, I mean this uh, proactively and retrospectively. Like, so, so on the front end, what does it look like? But then too, on the back end. So we saying, are people not saying, hey, cancel bro. And we're not playing his music uh, and this and this and this they and that. Was, they was real silent compared to all the noise I heard about WAP 
Like, except for Bumby. Except for Bumby. They Bumby were real silent. To be said. And then Michael B. Jordan stepped up a little bit. But they were real silent, and I was surprised. I was like, wait, y'all had all this noise and all these opinions about this damn song, but the girl got shot in the foot by this little nigga, and y'all can't got exactly. nothing to say. Exactly. And I think that like, that's why I was like, what, what, what's happening? Here? Right. Like, why can we not? And I feel like also because of, um, not because, but with Meg, she's obviously a powerful black woman. She gathers other um, black women together through music. And she's a bigger she's statured a statu- woman. She is so it's definitely. Like, how did this woman not pummel this man? Is that like part that? too. Because okay. she's not looked at as being feminine or soft. Fist fighting. Like, what are we talking about right now? Well, like, I'm, I'm trying to see what the public perception might have been. And like, probably, been yo, she but, probably would have slapped bro like but sideways. Do you, think he pulled like, a, do you think he may have pulled a gun due to little man syndrome? You know what I mean? I so like what's so. happening there. So I just kind of feel like if you pull a gun on a woman that is little meat energy. I'm just is. saying that, mm. yo, and I'm I'm You're just saying leaving that meat, right there. Like M E A T, not <laughs> me, like M E. I just want all the listeners it's to know. Meter, yeah. Lil yeah. Roger, yeah. Lil Salami, Lil Schlong, Lil Johnson energy. He's okay? saying that. That's what he's saying. Yeah. But yeah, I think like Roger. she empowers women to own their own sexuality and I think a lot of times men get very scared certain men and i don't mean men in the room but i'm saying in general men get very scared of that because the way sexuality has been brought in for men and women is men own it it's for you it is for your gaze and your consumption and we just have to be here for your entertainment and fun and she on the other hand is rapping like no i'm about to come in you're gonna i'm gonna sit on your face this is happening and then i'm leaving and what's up and i still (laughs) want some of the bag so like get that bread get that listen 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 that's what i'm saying I don't understand. Like, what's the issue? And like, I think because that's not like the way men would love. Socialized. I feel like a lot of men would love. Like, oh, okay, I can. But just- I'm just saying, pick a side though, because <laughs> because if it happens to you, what are we keeping that same energy? Are we happens. acting like if oh, he's happens- the f boy? If what happens? You know what, what I'm happens? saying? If somebody, if, if somebody, get, if that happens to you, I'm very Wait, cool with. You I know, want you to walk us through the scenario. Just, what happens? Say, and, he gets the bread, it. gets the head, and then leaves. I'm cool with that. If you that nigga, then I call up for that. I'm cool with that. Oh. So here we oh. have a we have an agreement we have an oh. understanding. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I digress. Ooh, okay, we answered that question. Um, <laughs> I just think that future cougar energy. Listen, you know I was cougar a cougar energy. in my past life. Now, like Ooh. a couple years ago, oh. I had a little twenty year old. Oh. Was, you know spring chicken. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But I do think there's something about a powerful black woman that scares men, particularly black men, because I think it reminds them of something um, that maybe it reminds them of the power that they don't have or Ooh. in Bell Hooks's book. Um, all about love. Yeah, girl, I've been reading, child. <laughs> That's what I've been doing in my time. She says that men are used to lying. And the reason that they're used to lying is because it's the way that they gain power through a lot of different situations. So they're used to lying to women in order to get what they want. Um, this is just a generalization. Which is crazy. Okay. Because you so she get says, so much further if so you told don't me. Don't edit. Say <laughs> what you say, <laughs> sis. Don't editorialize <laughs> so look, it. She, look. Hey, y'all. She trying to placate me, y'all. She like, listen, don't. Listen, don't get defensive, listen. Shivy. I'm a, <laughs> 
I just want the whole thing to come out. That's all I'm saying. So she's saying that when a man meets a woman who's equal in, uh, or seems that the woman may be a little bit above his station, that he starts to lie to manipulate in order to get what he wants from her. Like a gaslighting situation? Whatever. Mm-hmm. However, gaslighting, whatever, all the different little words, mermaiding, all the things. <laughs> so, and that's what happens. So when a woman owns her sexuality, because that's usually the place where men and women differ right because we have different sexual organs obviously we do in different sexual things you know because of that right so that's the place where i think men think they can win you or have power over you first off first off hold on stop i'm gonna have to disagree with you wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute (laughs) disagree wait a minute no uh in all seriousness um, I have to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I I do not believe that men lie for those reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. First off, men lie because of ego and insecurity. Okay. 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 But that's men, still the same thing, is it not? It it is. Okay. But don't act as if men only lie to women. Men lie to other men. That men, part too. Men oh. lie, but also so do oh. people. People oh. do lie. And yes. let's not forget. Women lie better than men. Right. So it's not to say that women don't lie, but she touched on that too. She touched on that too, but she touched on why women lie as well. Why do Um, we lie? She said because we've been told to if we act who as to who we are like if we act in full of us, we've been told not to be that way because that's not how women should be. Pause. Wait a minute. Wait a minute now. What you are saying is exactly the same thing on both sides. Okay. Both people Men and women want to live their truth, but know that doing so will push the other away. Okay. So in order to be able to live as you are without pushing away that other person, you're willing to lie, manipulate, do what you have to do in order to keep that person and still live in yourself. Now, now, now we have to start having more conversations about why it is that we feel we have to suppress the person of a man or woman that we're Mm. dealing with. Why it is that we feel that they have to cater or acquiesce to the things that we want in order to be together and be happy. So do you think how does that play into protecting black women, black women or protecting black men? Yo, be honest about what it is that you want, Mm -hmm. what it is that you do not want, and allow her or him the opportunity to decide if that is the situation they want to be a part of. That's what I say all the time. I be like, bruh, like, y'all, I swear to God. Because if bro knew you was willing to give the bread the head that he could leave, he would be signing up. But Shibby, that's what made me super direct. (laughs) Shibby, that's what made me super direct, though, in my situations. No, I'm serious, because... I had to learn, like, okay, if I'm honest, if I'm direct, if I tell y'all, hey, hey, I just wanna, I just wanna fuck, I just wanna, I just want you to come through, you know, maybe twice a week, and let's do that. Um, chances are, okay, yeah, you know, a lot of game playing is avoided because you don't feel like you have to. Because you've been upfront at the beginning, or yeah. Oh, I love that. But the yeah. reality of it is that somebody will catch feelings. Somebody I mean, will. Somebody personally, and and I would say personally. that's probably a dope way to get a man. But I'm, because no, if you tell no, him what he can't no, have, no, 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 that's when not. When you tell a man what he can't have, he's going to hard for that. Nobody into no situation. I'm telling you, it's the sport for us. It's the sport. I will say this. A lot of men cannot rise to that occasion because they haven't had that happen before. And I will say because that's exactly the way that I date. I don't know that that's true. How can we say? Wait, hold on. But do you date men? What? Right. Exactly. So, that's the 
but, <laughs> I'm sorry, ma'am, but I, I am a man, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, there's that part. Okay, there's that part. Okay, so what I'm saying is, for, on this side of the table, uh-huh. we, we're engaging men. Like, I date like that. I yeah. straight up tell you, like, oh. listen. Yes. I, I'm dating. I'm in a room full of savages. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, listen, I'm dating about maybe a couple other people. Oh. This is what it is. If you want to join in in this situation, Welcome that's cool. To the A-town Listen, <laughs> all things, that doesn't mean you have to know him and all these different things, but here's what I'm going to need like in this situation. If you want to be like, I might need you to come through like twice a week. I want to see you. I want to go on a date twice a month. I want to go on vacation. I don't necessarily want to date a, all of them. Though. Well, I want to go on a vacation twice a, <laughs> twice a year. Whatever okay, your standards yeah. are, I say that right up front. And a lot of men cannot rise to that because a lot of people, even women, are used to not saying anything. We're just going with the flow. We're just mm. going to figure it out. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So then you roll into these things of, oh, she's a fuck girl. He's a fuck boy. Because no one talked. Yeah, I feel like if we could put, if we could share fluids, if we could share body parts. Like, I feel like, why can't we talk about things Listen, that. Listen, let's share communication. Right. Like, why can't we talk about hard words. topics? Because nobody wants to lose. That but part, what are we? That but part. Everybody be loss, afraid to lose. But isn't it, it a us. loss if we're lying, though? Yeah, but if you won't lose as quick. Um, Ooh, you okay. won't lose as quick. Okay. Ooh. And if you lose, you okay. can move on and like you can ghost. You know what I mean? You can do whatever. Like you, you can, what? you can, you can. Oh, well, I didn't really, I didn't really care anyways. Exactly. Too thing. quick to suck. <laughs> Too quick to suck. <laughs> I mean, it's that part. It's that part. But. Going into the conversation about women owning their sexuality and then women being protected, like how do you feel about a woman, like about a, like a Meg, like what would you in that situation, what would you think or what do you think was the correct way for black men to step up for her in a in a bigger platform in a bigger sense to protect her because there really wasn't a lot of noise from black men. I, I just listen I, for me, it's a hard thing to talk about because it's one of the, it. There are no cameras. There's no video. You don't know exactly what happened, mm-hmm. right? So now it is a, I have to believe this person over believing that person. And let's be real. You know, within the industry, it, it, it may seem large, but it is a small community. So there's a lot of folks that know each other on both sides. And so people are just like, you know what? I'm just not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, people got relationships. Right, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. Like, but I think that's a problem in the black community as well. Like, so you can't check your homeboy and say, you know what? That I was agree. I agree. Nah, 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 nah. Because I got a, I got a bunch of homeboys who have done some craziness in the past, mm-hmm. and we ain't as tight as we used to be mm. because of just my integrity over it. But I got homies that still roll tight with these individuals when mm-hmm. it's like. Bro, you know what type of behavior this person exhibits. You know the type of things this person engages in, mm-hmm. and you're not willing to check it or say something right. about it mm-hmm. or do something about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, it, I, I feel y'all on that. Mm-hmm. But that I think that is the why we are seeing what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so if it... I don't know, man. I don't know. It, it's just trash. It is trash. It is. It's just I trash. This, I saw this dude hit this girl in the face with a skateboard. Oh, uh, yes. That was online. It? it was on. Well, I didn't watch that one because I, I already I watched was, the guys dump the girl in the dumpster. That was horrible. These are things that were on social media, by the way. Yeah. These are things that were on I Twitter. I think that they tried to. Oh my god! It went viral. It just went viral. It was trending. Okay, okay. So, but the girl apparently rejected old dude, and he just decided to pick up a skateboard, smack her in the head. She fell out. His homeboys just like, oh. And I'm thinking the men that are around. Oh but, like, but wait, wait, wait! Don't don't call them men. Uh, the males. <laughs> 
the males. The biological males <laughs> who are identifying as males the are around. Okay, I get yes. it. I get it. I how get it. are you allowing this? Right. To, how are you allowing your boy to it's do this? It's a lot this? of bitch assness out I here. You know what I'm saying? What like, do we do to stop it? We understand it's there. But how do we stop? Like, what is the conversations or the education or the socialization that needs to happen on the male side to stop these things from happening? Especially with younger males. Because I know you deal yeah, a lot with your males. younger students. You you have a lot. Your younger students love you. Like, your students love you. So, like, in situations like these, if your student came to you and maybe not describe something like that, but you could see things were starting to happen. Like, where do you interject or where should other men interject and to say, hey, this is not the way? Well, I mean, first off, you just you don't normalize it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we have normalized showing violence on social mm-hmm. media mm-hmm. to the point that it becomes entertaining to see somebody put their hands on somebody else or to shoot somebody mm-hmm. else or to do something violent to somebody else. Like we get clicks and clout off of that nowadays. Mm-hmm. And so because we've allowed that to be normal. Because we've allowed that to be okay, now it's like we want to get upset when we when it gets even more egregious. Mm-hmm. Because at, once we've normalized it, now it only it has to get more extreme. Mm-hmm. It has to get more terrible to for you to be shocked by it right. anymore. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like when we're sharing fights, when we sharing somebody arguing and acting however they acting in public and those type of things, mm-hmm. we are making allowance for this stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's on us as a society. So do you see men um, going towards violence with women due to insecurities um, or something that a win- that maybe the interaction with a woman has triggered? And how do we address that? And I say that to say, have you ever been in a situation where a dude tried to holler at you and you was like, no, what he do? Fuck you anyway, Oh, you bitch. ugly anyway, huh? Yeah, right. So like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All that ain't never been my line. Like, you know I, yeah, but like, I mean, I know you've seen it though, right? Or I maybe mean, you've yeah, heard yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. But I, I, I honestly, man, I charge that to youth and just in, in immaturity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I don't know any man that I believe is worth his weight in salt that behaves that kind of way. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't That's know none of the none of the men that are around me. Or so, go respond it, that so way. It, what it sounds like it wasn't like a thing that you were raised in. Because I hear a lot of times, you know, you know how I feel about barbershop talk. I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of bullshit, folklore, and lies. But nah. uh, because I damn, think, then what do you call when y'all go to the bathroom? Listen, listen. <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing on both sides. I mean, I've always said if I am an elephant, right? But I want to know about a zebra. I'm not going to go ask another elephant. I'm going to go ask a zebra. Like, what's up? But when your man piss you off, you call your girl or your homeboy? It depends. Wait a um, minute. Nah, be, nah. No, no, I'll say, no, let me say, let me just say, <laughs> let me just say, because when I was younger, it would probably be my homegirl. What I realized older as a old as, as a more mature woman is I don't have male energy around me that's just healthy friendship relationships, which is why I've which obtained, is which is difficult to do. It is very difficult to do. It but is. I obtained some friends that are male. Especially if you were sapiosexual. Listen, um, that are male. <laughs> be, all your friends be getting. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of the homeboys make Excuse it. Excuse me. <laughs> you are seen. <laughs> you are crazy. But I just want a truly platonic friendship. With why man. you be messing it up? You then? need that male energy. I, I know it'd be you. It'd be you. How is it me? Like, because you give off all I'm that. Like, you said you something that just tickled my spirit. <laughs> Listen, and now I'm about to bust it down. That's big cancer energy over there. It that's is big though. Cancer that's energy. big cancer energy. Big that's, cancer that's energy. That's kind of how we are. And yeah. then she cries. Yes, I love crying. Correct. It's good for you. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> 
Correct. That's, she's a I water sign. I care of myself. She's you know? a water sign. I got myself. <laughs> she's you know? a water sign. I hold myself. You know? Very fluid. I would. I am very fluid. But I think having those male <laughs> friendships is super important. It is. Because you need to be in that energy so you know how to interact. Because... I don't know. The male Especially if you don't have that. brothers. That yeah, part. Brothers. Or like with me, my brothers are super far apart in age for me. So we are very like there are things I can learn. But like for things that are like current in time that are trendy, I can't go to either one of them. Let me tell you, though, women who have their fathers in their life and brothers in their life are some of the dopest women today. Right. Date, Say that like, again. Come on. Say that again. Not because my father is my bestie. Listen. You know, I go to my dad for so much advice. Hey, that's good wife you know? energy right there. Right. That's so, good wife energy. But even so. with, but even with the, the women that don't have um, dads in their lives or anything like that. That comes with a lot of hurt. It does. It does. And I hate it for them because I know like a lot of our listeners struggle with their relationships with their fathers. Um, it's like, so where do you turn? Like, what what is the healthy thing to do? Especially when you're trying to build a friendship with this man and then things go left. Like, That's when those platonic male relationships matter even more and protecting black yes. women and protecting our feelings and we need because to also, a man has left us we've been abandoned platonic mm. means that you don't want to have anything sexual like but that'd be hard <laughs> you, can't, you can't you can't want to fuck your friends otherwise it's not a platonic relationship i don't think there's anything... i learned that recently whoa that platonic means you don't want anything mm. sexual. There's no Did I not tell the people already who this woman was? I didn't lie. I didn't lie. It's true. Like, otherwise, like, the guys you call platonic, they're not. No. Like, it's, it's a guy that you guys had some entanglements. Oh, no. No, no, no. No entanglements. No entanglements. I'm just... I like Jada. I'm with Jada's energy, but sis, I can't. Um, Ain't she a Virgo? Yeah, big Virgo energy. There you go. Real big. Real big. Real big. Yeah. There you go. Real big. She's still queen. Everybody want to know they still got it sometimes. That's what I'm saying. And you got to think, too, you went through your, like, 20s with somebody, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s. I'm pretty sure they had other entanglements along the ride. I'm pretty sure that wasn't the first nor the last. It's none of my business. (laughs) Um, I just really. black people love? Listen. I like how they love. I just wish that, you know, give me, y'all could be the image of open marriage. Like, y'all could just tell us, like, the ropes of open marriage. Like, what does that look like? Well, how are y'all really navigating? That, like, I, I that's really a big conversation. Like that's that. true. Because you're breaking down fantasies. You're breaking that's down true. tradition, foundation, beliefs, culture. It, 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 it can start like that, and mm-hmm. you may be able to go some extended period of time. But at some point, at some point, insecurities do overwhelm mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. and it becomes something that, that is just not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Tell yeah, me. But y'all think insecurity is a bad thing like inherently i feel like it's it's a natural part i just of think life. it's something that is self-reflective for the person who's experiencing it because you gotta know like what is happening is it reality mm-hmm. or is it something i made up in my head mm-hmm. am i being triggered and if you go to therapy that's exactly what they're going to tell you to do with it so you no, have to self-examine it for sure but i think insecurity is us not coming to terms with the fact we don't have control over everything that part Ooh. very scary that's all it is. Like, yeah. sit down, shut up, and realize you're here to ride the ride, not ride it. My God. My God. Mm. And see, this is why I, I said I just experience people, problem, girl. Though. I just experience them. I just mm. be having experiences. That's it, girl. That's mm. all I can do. Mm. That's all I can I do. Like them experiences mm. be tough sometimes, though. Like, oof. Sometimes them experiences change your life, though. Sometimes Listen. They do sometimes. But sometimes the experiences, people be acting like, oh, I do want to just do this. And then it's like, oh, but. 
like you. Oh, fact, it, 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 it <laughs> always switches up. But why? But it why always switches up. Why can't you just accept that feelings happen when you're physical with someone, right? And just allow it to just be that. Like, because we're people just, we want just have control. feelings. <laughs> people want control. I want to know. That I can have you for myself whenever I want you, accessible to me when I want you, available to me when I need you, catering to me, how I need you to cater to me. Like, people want to be able to define exactly what it is they want, know that they will have that answer called, and that there will be consistency. Wow. When you text... That's a lot to put on one person, though, no? Is it not? Is it not? Is it not? Exactly. Exactly. Hmm. I ain't, I'm not that type of girlfriend. Um, I might not be doing it right. You lying. I'm not lying, when, actually. When that, <laughs> when that man hit that dangly thing and that man... Hit the dangly <laughs> thing! When, when no that love. man... Hits the dangly thing! When that man I'm, pushes so all cool. walls to the side... Oh. I'm when the so man brings you the glory, nah, when your toes popping and your hips is, is popping and your toes is curling, my you, the, the, the whole thing curling changes. is not a unique thing, though. Like, my toes yeah. curl. My toes curl. <laughs> <laughs> and but not, get this, though. I'm, like, I have a boyfriend right now. I have a boyfriend right now, and I'm just, I feel like I'm a real, like, laid-back person. I just, he's in Mexico. Like, we, we're just very independent. And so you would have no regard for whatever it is that he's doing out there. I just trust that he's not doing anything. But if he were to. I don't think in those terms. But if he were to. I don't think in those terms. That's not reality. So that's my point exactly. So if he were to, she but knows, like, not I reality. know that would be an uncomfortable feeling. But that's not reality. I'm not playing into that because that's not reality. Okay, talk heavy. <laughs> talk serious. heavy. I'm serious. Heavy. I'm serious. My WAP People... make them act right. I'm dead. Forget an area code, oh, a zip no. code rule. We got international game. Huh. <laughs> I don't even know where to I go. I just don't have time to, like, be jealous or insecure about something that's not proven facts, you know? That's high vibration. <laughs> you know, it that's, is. That's, that's high all. vibration. Like, it is. I just, I can't. Like, I have other things to do with my life. I'm sorry. I'm not living that good, y'all. <laughs> I can't either. That's mine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's kind of segue into protecting black women in, like, the workspace or protecting oh. black women just in general, whether you know them or not. Because I know a lot of times people will see something happen to a woman and they'll be like, if that was my <sighs> sister, if that was my mom, if that was this, you know, like, why do people feel like they have to familiarize that relationship in order to protect that black woman when they could have just, you know, been protecting any black woman, like look, every black woman? Look at how many black folk ain't willing to go protest. That part. It's a lot of folks afraid to put skin in the game when it's not directly impacting them. Whoa. Because they can't tie to it. They can't uh, engage with it. Like, they can't, like, be intimate with it. It has to be an intimate thing. Because we as people are not empathetic enough. Mm, Because we as people do not recognize the humanity in people who are not of our nuclear family or chosen family. So, but that's problematic. But... Do it's y- also a symptom of capitalism. Oh. But do y'all think that it has something to do with the fact that, for example, I feel like no one showed up and showed out for real for these other women that got killed by cops like we did for George and now Elijah. So further your question. Well, oh, I mean, I just, we, we I didn't feel just like, have a Brianna Khan and we didn't just have, you know what I'm saying? Brianna like, Khan? Brianna Khan, though. Wasn't Look, that a hey, cash hey, grab situation? My, I, listen, I'm not going to get into the details of it because I don't talk about what I don't know about. Okay, what, I was sidelining that well, whole ordeal. If there's something to talk about, I'm going to digress <laughs> to you for that. But 
I, I know my people who are in the movement here in Atlanta and throughout the country. Shout out to Leslie Redmond. Shout out to Attorney Graves, my boy Scotty Smart, and all the folks who move around here in the city. Mm-hmm. Those folks went up to Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Those folks showed up. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and people were there to be in support and in solitude. And I do think, um, I, I agree. Is there enough amplification uh, uh, for the loss of life of women? Uh, in, in, no. Right? No. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I want to say that I do see some intentionality from folks too. Like, let's mm-hmm. not act as if there is no intentionality, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? I mean, not too many people are unaware of who Breonna Taylor is. Yeah, she's she's the 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 one right now for sure. Because it's, it, this goes back to believing, folks. Mm-hmm. All right. When you black, you got to basically be like, you can't even sleep in the bed and not get shot by the cops. You know what I'm saying? So yes. it's that egregious mm-hmm. that it, it becomes like that. It's like why they use Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. It's like why they use a lot of the things that happen. It's because you needed history. You needed it to be easy mm-hmm. for folks that they couldn't mess it up. Mm-hmm. And Bri- I think Breonna Taylor kind of is that one where it's like, what can you say? Right. Come on. Right. Come on. Yeah. You can't say you thought it was a wallet. You can't say she was running. You can't say she was resisting. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You can't say none mm-hmm. of it. That's true. It's the circumstance that kind of amplified it. I mean, I think this is also a good opportunity to interject that, like, protecting black trans women seems to be a very big issue for people, even just, like, because of people not being able to um, understand their, uh, uh, what is it, their proximity to them because of their sexuality. And so, like, we're seeing black trans women are dying at an an, age a crazy rate right now and we're seeing a lot of men being aggressors to them and i'm hearing a lot of conversation of like well you love me behind doors but you'll kill me you know you know and then dispose of me and then i've heard i've heard a lot of black trans women say like we get the brunt of what black women experience too so we take it even worse and so there's this conversation around that and why why can we not put that all together in a group and just say Protect black people, period. Because black people are conservative and we forget we are. Ooh, say that. Um, I was going to say, I thought that was Black Lives Matter's uh, mission, one of their core missions. But it's also people not understanding the difference between Black Lives Matter as an organization and Black Lives Matter as an idea. Mm-hmm. Y'all ask the right questions, <laughs> man. Stop playing, yo. Listen. Stop playing. Because that's going to go above some of y'all. Nah, it, it, when I, it, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me dive in, though. Because yes. when I say that Swim black folks it. are Swim conservative, I'm not saying black folks are Republicans. Neither am I. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I am saying is that uh, black folk, listen, the year 2008 when Barack Obama was elected, the state of California, which is a heavily Democratic state, a lot of black and brown presence, right? Do you know that black folks voted, I mean, watershed. For Barack Obama. But also you had uh, Proposition 8. And if any of you guys remember, that was when uh, gay marriage was still not legalized. And yes. California had the opportunity to, as a state, legalize gay marriage, right? Or same-sex mm-hmm. marriage. Mm-hmm. They voted for Barack Obama, but voted against, against Proposition 8. Yep. Okay? So mm-hmm. what does that tell you? With, with People forget that black folks are center-right leaning on the political spectrum. People forget that black folks voted in the Republican Party as the party of Lincoln up and through the civil rights movement until we had the big shift by James Farwell, the Dixiecrats, and, and like. I ain't going to give you all the history lesson, but I'm Come just on, saying. Come on, teacher, teach us. I'm just saying, like, we, we missed. <laughs> We miss 
what where actually we as black people stand. A lot of black folks ain't for gay marriage. They're not. That's why homophobia is normal Say in it. black society. Say Hello. it. And that's why people hate people who are of the LG black people hate people of the uh, LGBT community. Well, I'm not going to say black people do, but I I will I will say that we, we have talking about we have a culture we have a cultural legacy. That part. Of that. that all right? Part. And I think there's a difference between a cultural legacy mm-hmm. and where we stand today. Mm-hmm. The, the, there it is a shift. We are evolving, we are changing as a society, yet it is still not normal. Right. Mm-hmm. And we pretending it is. Whew, I already know. I just feel my like dad, my dad be treating my uncle. He'd be like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." He he. He like, yeah. He has a, oh, he has a I, I heard so many homophobic things growing up. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a kid, especially, listen, we, we, we are millennials, mm-hmm. right? But if your parents were uh, Gen Xers mm-hmm. or they were uh, uh, or the, uh, the, the boomers, the generation mm-hmm. before that, this stuff was not normal. Nah. It was not okay. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Well, there's a lot of stuff they didn't talk about. Um, you nope. Know, Talking about marital rape, that type of thing. There's a lot of things talk we about didn't talk child about. Molestation. Now, they child they, molestation. they talked about it. They were just on the wrong side of history about mm. it. You think? Because oh, I feel like sure. okay. 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 It was okay to put your hands on your wife. I feel like we be we be. It was okay to do a lot of Uncle things. Uncle Chester, the molester, that all part. the time. Like I don't know. It's well, I really feel like strange. a lot of times too. Even outside of that, if we just take it out of like familial relationships and things like that, like you will see if a black man gets shot down, where are black women? We in the front, body right. ready, body ready. Like right. we, we we will body somebody for y'all. What's good? However, we see it on the other side, and I'm like, what? Is, where y'all at though? Wait a minute. What? Where y'all at? Well, I, I, I feel like I hear whispers. I mean, just in I mean, general. Are we saying in I'm saying general? I'm saying in general. I'm saying in general. Very generalized I'm not saying situation. very specific to Shivy and his initiatives. Because I, I know you <laughs> know. No, I'm not internalizing <laughs> the statement. But but I, I don't I don't want to ignore when we when we see examples of this. Like, so, no, so can examples. you give us give us an example? Well, just like I said with Brianna Khan, right? There's like all, Brianna, I think we're gonna when do we talk, that. Listen, when we see the mo- forget the forget the I don't like that forget Portia the date and forget them. the date, but the movement behind awareness for for Brianna Taylor. So was that started by it men? It was like it was like a it was Portia and was, Yandy. So, but and, it wasn't a man that started it. No. Well, first off, women are dope, and y'all tend to be at the Thanks. front lines of things anyway. So that's come the, on, man. I'm not here. I'm not here to be no. like, yeah, you know, men, men be, you know, if a man didn't start, it ain't okay. right. Like, but should be, no, I do no, no, acknowledge no. that that like, Brianna gets Brianna gets her just due in terms of you know the fight for her, you know, the situation, right. fight for but what what's I'm right. But I don't think that like, that's the energy I see. Right. I don't feel generally like, speaking, like other people. Okay. Outside so can, of can I say this much? Okay. I feel like like when we had the conversation earlier and I was talking about how how we as Americans start to fight over crumbs. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. We are having a fight right now mm-hmm. over a scarce amount of attention Uh-oh. on black lives. This is dumb. Oh! Yes. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> nah, for real. This is this is this is beneath us. That just hurt right. my soul just now. Come on now. Sometimes we got to get called into the reality of what we are doing in real time. Yes. Wow. We are we are literally giving life to fissures within our own community right now. Not fissures. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Wow. We are turning black men against black women over who matters most or is getting the most attention. That. When at the end of the day, 
We need to be fighting for all of us to not only be living, but to be thriving. I agree with that, but I don't want that to diminish the fact that what I say and how I feel does have some validity to it. A hundred percent, but I think we're having the wrong conversation. Mm Okay. We should not be comparing who is getting more attention. I don't want to compare. We should, be, we should be talking about what needs to be amplified, that's what changes what I, need to happen. I think that's the point of the conversation, honestly. But I think then we need to be spending more time talking about the remedy, the solution, and okay. what does matter so, than we are spending talking about what's not happening. And I think that's I where agree. that's where we're, we're losing an opportunity to be a tighter collective than mm-hmm. we are in feeding into this thing that, that really destroys. I've been in movement. I agree i've been at movements mm-hmm. where i've seen sisters it, it'll be a panel right mm-hmm. and and this is a real story uh there was a panel it was about four individuals there there was uh three sisters uh who were supposed to be on a the panel they had to cancel last minute mm-hmm. a sister was there at the discussion was like but where's the voice of women why ain't no women here that and she was mm-hmm. going off mm-hmm. and my people had to be like yo wait a minute there were women scheduled to be here, and unfortunately, something happened in their schedule that they were not able to be here, right? But there's this defensiveness oh, over yes. over the fact that, yes, there is a underrepresentation or a, a, yeah. a, a, a disparity in the presence of women, especially black women, in certain spaces. But don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to be careful about it. It's like the same energy of calling black folk out in public. I agree. Some stuff okay. we got to, you know what I'm saying? Do that it's just privately. like, I agree. we putting the energy in the wrong spot sometimes. It feels a little bit divisive. Yeah. Yes, of, like, that's what are. I'm trying to say. So, like, let's talk about the solutions and the remedies to these things. What do you think are some solutions or remedies to making sure that we're all showing up, making sure that we are protecting black women, but we're protecting black men, we're protecting black people. What do we do to address like what we think is a disparity in that area women need not be the champion of this cause Mm -hmm. because it is not women who are perpetuators of the problem so the people who have to be uh on the front lines of tackling this issue have to be first black men second all men okay that was powerful I went, I went all of that. I, I felt I went that. All of, I felt that too. I felt that deep. I felt that too. I just think that face. it's a collective pro. It's a collective issue. It's a collective I problem. <laughs> and I think that when we see certain things happening, especially, I mean, we could talk about all kinds of things. We can go back to like the R. Kelly situations. We can go back to the Bill Cosby situations. We can go back to a lot of different things. Um, we still definitely need black men to step up and we definitely need them to come to the table for us um, on all these different things to help protect us and it's like you said in the beginning listen to black women listen to women um but how how much protecting of women will we have to do if we do more empowering of women that part right you know what i'm saying like come Come on on. because at the end of the day you're 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 leaving women to be vulnerable and thus only be able to be on the defense Mm. okay right so if 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 we're only playing you know i'm saying uh behind in the fourth quarter you ain't never really able to dominate the game. You're not really ever to be in a position where it's like it, it is inconceivable to, mm-hmm. to to be an affront to a woman, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there, that, in my opinion, it tends to be the remedy, right? There has to be a amplification. There has to be an intentional, like, uh, for example, uh, from my Teacher Talk Live podcast I do on Instagram, right? Uh, three, uh, I have, when I was, I was going five nights a week all throughout quarantine until school started. I would have to have at least three women 
right? So if we're going Monday through Friday. It had to be three to two ratio mm-hmm. for women to men on my platform. Mm-hmm. First off, my platform, my followers are 80% women anyway, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So women want to hear from women. Mm-hmm. So how do I look as a man only bringing men on? Mm-hmm. Secondly, if I have a platform or a place where people want to go to get an exchange of ideas, then I have a responsibility to then amplify the voices of women and make sure intentionally that they are present mm-hmm. and ever more present than they, than there are men. And so those type of things, I think, is, you know, folks talk about, I hate the word feminism because it doesn't apply to black women. It really doesn't. It doesn't. Period. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm very much pro-woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm very, very much pro-black woman. Mm-hmm. So if 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 I have the opportunity to be a place where black women can get their following up or get their voices heard or whatever the case may be, then I got a responsibility to be intentional about that and not let anybody else get more shine, more time, more opportunities than them. And that's what we got to do. It's almost like, you know what I'm saying? Like we as men got to be real about giving women their reparations. Listen, I hear all that, and I hope all of y'all heard all of that because right. we are done with hey. this conversation. And that was a great point to end on, Shivy. It was. Thank you so, 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 so much for coming and chatting with us and having this. I knew this was going to be a great conversation because I've been watching your teacher talk lives. I've, yes. I've looked at your socials. I've followed you, all the good things. And while I'm talking about that, why don't you tell our audience where they can follow you at? Uh, for sure. Yeah. I'm very active on Instagram. You can follow me at call me Shivy S H I V Y S H I V Y. That's call me Shivy. Uh, we do a teacher talk live podcast Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday. I don't know why I keep, you know, it's the quarantine, like the whole summer. It <laughs> yes. was, it was five. Days a week. What is time? What is time? <laughs> you know, such a social construct. But uh, we we go live uh, Tuesdays through Thursdays at eight p.m. Eastern time. Um, and there, I have a lot of dope guests, man. So I definitely encourage y'all to tap in. I got the Queen Rashawn Ali coming on to yes! my live. Oh, we uh, love this her. Thursday. You know what I'm saying? I'm working on Flavor Flav coming on my live. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh I get dope people. Desi Banks hops on my Come live on, from time Desi. to time. So, yeah, we got a lot of like a lot of uh, interesting personalities. My students hop on. Young people hop on. Educators. Uh, so it's a good place and good feeling to uh, really just exchange ideas. So I encourage everybody to tap in with us. Awesome. Well, guys, that's a wrap on this episode of Exo Nicole's Happy Hour. If you're loving what you're here so far, please drop us a rating and review out on Apple Podcasts and show us some love on our instagram at exo nicole if you have something to share with us we want to hear from you leave us a voice message in the website exohappyhour.com we listen to them daily and even respond to a few thanks for listening and as always check out exonicole.com for all other updates Ew. <laughs>